Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I'm going to talk about outdated sales approaches. Yes, outdated sales approaches. So, backstory before I tell you what I'm going to talk about today. I like to walk every day. Part of my routine is to walk at least a mile every day. I like it because it's, you know, it's, it's I guess, low intensity, not that hard to do. But it also allows me to kind of clarify my thoughts and think about things. So I really try to sneak in, you know, one hour a day of walking. And so, you know, I have these gym shoes and uh, these gym shoes are getting pretty beat up right now. And I just hate buying shoes. I don't know why, but I just hate buying shoes. I hate especially buying gym shoes because it's hard to find the, the right gym shoes. And today, you know, you walk into a store, you know, well, let me back up. I'm old school. You know, I had one pair of gym shoes, one gym shoe at a time when I was growing up. Having two or three pairs was like, you know, that was a rich luxury. And, you know, back then, you know, you got, you bought some Chucks, you know, some All-Stars, Converse All-Stars. That's what you really wanted. And if you got one pair of Chucks, you were kind of happy with that. Today, you walk into a store and there's like, oh, there's like three walls of gym shoes. You know, for every type of, you know, activity, there's walking, there's running, there's playing soccer, there's playing football, there's playing basketball. The, the, the number of options we have today is just so overwhelming that my brain hiccups every time it walks into a store to pick out a pair of gym shoes. And, you know, there's something called buyer's regret, and that's usually what I suffer. Now, buyer's regret is different from buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse is that is when somebody forces you to buy something, and after you buy it, you're like, oh, I wish that person didn't pressure me into buying that. You know, oh, I hate that person, right? That's buyer's remorse. Buyer's regret, which is what I suffer from, is when you have so many options that if you pick one gym shoe, you're going to regret not picking the other one later on. So that's buyer's regret. So keep that in mind that sometimes when you give your customers too many options, they have this buyer's regret. And in order not to make the wrong decision, they don't want to make any decision, which kind of is, is what happened to me. This happened to me. So I walk into the first store, you know, walk into the first store and uh, again, ocean of shoes. I'm looking for a pair, looking for a pair. Finally, I think I found the pair I want. So I walk over to the counter. Uh, I said, uh, do you have these in my size, right? And so she walks to the back and she looks, she comes back. She says, no, we don't have a size 12. We have an 11 and a half, but we don't have a size 12. I said, no, it's got to be a 12. And so she says, you know, uh, what I can do is order it for you. You know, would that be okay? And I said, no, 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 no. I'll just go to another store, right? So I just said, no. And so that was like day one. So again, I had to build up the energy, you know, like two days later, which was yesterday, to go back again to another store. Now, I went to a store where, again, Ocean of Shoes, but, you know, they have the shoes uh, laid out really nice. And underneath the, I don't know if you've seen those, underneath the counter, I don't want to say the company name because I just don't want to use the company name. But the, they have the gym shoes laid out on the counter. And then right below them, they actually have the boxes of shoes, right? So you can actually see what's available. So sure enough, again, I go there, boom, I find a pair of shoes. I'm actually excited. This is the pair of shoes I want. This is it. And so I start scanning the boxes. And sure enough, 
my size is not available. And I am like mentally screaming, no. So with hope in my heart, I go to the counter and find the lady, right? They just happen to be ladies, ladies, so I'm sorry. Uh, if it was a guy, I would tell you it was a guy, but this happened to be a lady again. And I go up to the lady, I said, excuse me, um, you know, I'm looking at the stack of, stacks of boxes, you know, underneath that shoe I want, and my size isn't there. You know, by any chance, do you have any more in stock or is that the stock? She goes, no, you know, that's the stock. And I was like, ah, she goes, we don't have them. But, you know, again, we can order them for you and we can have them delivered to your home. You know, the first store said, you know, we can order them for you and we can have them delivered to the store. And then you would have to drive to the store again to pick them up. And I was like, ah, that's a that's a deal breaker right there. And then the second one, this one said, you know, we can order them for you and have them delivered to your home. And I was like, oh, you know, no, thank you. You know, I'll just go home and order them online. That's what I said. And I walked away and out of the store without a pair of shoes. So as of today, I still have not bought a pair of shoes, which means this morning I had to walk with my raggedy shoes. But anyway, I digress back to the point. As I walked away, and, you know, when I was thinking about it this morning, when I was walking, I go, you know, what an outdated sales approach that is. Think about this for a second, especially if you're in the retail business. Listen to what I'm about to say. That approach is so outdated. That approach of, you know, we don't have it here, but we could order it for you and have it delivered to your home or, you know, back in the store. That is like a 1990s sales pitch approach because you know back in the day you couldn't really order it online yourself so for somebody to tell me you know i can order it for you i'm like well i I can do that myself and it really made me think about how these stores have not changed their sales approach they're still using a a pre-1990s sales approach to how to sell effectively and then i asked myself well what would i do what would i do to close the deal now keep in mind that After the second store, I said I'd go home and order it online. Do you think I ordered it online? No, as I mentioned. So I still haven't ordered it. And that typically is what happens with buyers. They'll say, no, 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 you know what? I'll do it when I get home. I'll look at that when I get home. You know, I'll look at that later. And they never do it. So so what's the lesson here? We have to change the sales approach. So if I was consulting with this company, this large firm, I'm like, you're, you're missing out on sales. Here's how I think they should do it. And I would love to hear your feedback, whether it's on Twitter or, you know, uh, YouTube, whatever it may be. I'd love to hear your feedback. Here's what I would do and I would change differently. And I think this would change the approach. Because remember, in today's world, the part of our job is to make buying easy. Let me say it again. We have to make buying easy. We have to reduce the resistance in buying. In other words, just make it easier for them to buy, almost effortless. And so here's what I would do. I would actually give each of my employees, let's say, uh, you know, some type of pad, right? You know, a tablet. And on that tablet, so let's say that I'd walked over, right? And I said, that's the pair of shoes I want. Uh, do you have those? And she said, she would say something like this. No, we don't have those in stock. And then what I would, she would then do is click on the pad, scan, bar scan the actual number. It would pop up right there on the pad, right in front of me. Then she would hit the size, size 12. She would then say, just swipe your card. And that's all you need to do. Because the card has all the information and all you have to do is verify it. And I think that's more of a, a natural approach. 
See, right there, it was effortless to make the, for me to make the actual purchase. But this whole thing about, I'll do it for you, let me go order it for you, you know, again, it doesn't make sense. Again, one of the things I would do is give everybody a tablet, let them actually be able to pop up the inventory right there on the screen, hit the button, hit the size, have the person just swipe the card, and it'll be delivered to your home. If she had done that to me, I would have bought it right there and then. But the fact that she is still using, I should say her company, their company is still using a 1990s approach to selling, you can only imagine how many sales they're losing. If they lost me that day, and let's say in a day they lose five to 10 sales a day, you know that can make a big difference when it comes to numbers that hit the bottom line. So again, as you listen to this podcast, ask yourself, when a customer says something like, you know, uh, I, I can't find this, you know, I, you don't have this available, what can you do for me? Ask yourself, are you making the buying easier for them? Are you finding ways for them to just click and buy without being, you know, without being too much trouble? Think about how Amazon does it. I love Amazon. They came up with the one-click button, one-click the buy button. Why? Because they understood. Let's reduce buyer resistance in terms of buying, make it easy, and one-click buy, that's it. That's kind of what I'm suggesting here. Let's change our sales approach, and let's get away from this, uh, I can order it for you, and I can have it delivered. That's so 1990s. Let's move into 2000, let's just say 2020 and plus, and really give them the customer service they deserve. Anyway, this is Victor Antonio, still shoeless in Georgia, and thanking you for your time. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Again, don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my sales training website. You know the deal. Seminarsonselling.com. Great training videos. And again, uh, my new book is out called The Greatest Gift. Next month, I think I'll be releasing my second book this year, which is called Sales Models. And it's going to be a great book for B2B selling. Anyway, lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.